Well, it's party time, Mom. It's Monday. Uh, I don't know how big of a party we're going to have today, Jennings. Uh, a lot of bad news to get into. Of course, the uh, fall of Kabul, uh, the issue in the, well, I should say the situation going on in Afghanistan. Uh, you're hiding under a rock if you don't know what's going on. I think everybody knows what's going on at this point in time. We're going to give the count commentary as only we can. Indeed. Hear from the mothership. I think everybody knows what's going on except for perhaps the president. The president. Well, the president, uh, of course, by the time you're watching this, uh, if you're listening to this uh, fresh on the podcast schedule uh, by audio, it's probably right at the same time the president is giving his press conference. Uh, if you're watching this tonight, uh, hopefully our premiere issues are fixed, Chris. We'll see. Um, YouTube sucks, bro. Um, we'll see. But the president is supposed to give remarks today, which would have been earlier today. We don't know because we're taping this earlier than that hmm. everybody's confused or keeping up here we go that still doesn't mean he knows what he, what's going on he didn't have a clue <laughs> uh he's coming back from his whatever vacation where's he at uh camp david or something like that where's that chris well he's in delaware of course that's where he always goes right got to go make sure the basement is intact i caught a lot of crap over the last couple of days well you for, sure did for calling out biden uh let me let me just go on record and say this is not a biden issue this is a 20-year issue this is, this is 20 years of failure. I said it. I've been saying it ever since. Well, honestly, ever since uh, George W. Bush, uh, Chris, ever, ever, since, ever since they went in to Iraq, uh, I've been saying since, you know, the early 90s, I've said you, you, it's, we're fighting an ideological war here. And uh, I, in, a, in an area that still lives in a different century. No in in 10,000 years ago. And I want to <laughs> say. Chris, you being one of them, of course, you served in Iraq and Afghanistan. Talk about letting yourself go. The uh, <laughs> Talk about the country saying, yes, Chris, join the military. <laughs> Dude. I want to go on record before I say anything about this debacle and say thank you to the men and women of our armed forces, our veterans, our active duty military, those folks who have served um, – um, there's a lot of people out there that are questioning, did we serve in vain? Why did we, why did we sign our name on the line here to go and, and now to see this debacle unfold in front of us? I want to say that we in no way uh, intend any disrespect for our, our armed forces, our, our soldiers, our military, our airmen, our Marines, um, it, it, our sailors. I mean, God bless you. The, and, the service is never in vain, even even if what we're doing is wrong. Right, and and the sacrifices made are the sacrifices we honor, and I and that's some ultimate sacrifices. Some came home with PTS. Uh, many lost loved ones, brothers and sisters in arms. Uh, there a lot has happened in the last twenty years, and now this situation in Afghanistan, uh, which obviously was was increasingly an untenable situation. It was a maintenance situation in many ways. And Joe Biden, of course, is now sending in. I just got the news this morning or heard the news this morning that, that yet another thousand paratroopers are being sent in. We only had, what, twenty five hundred there in Afghanistan. Now there's now there's going to be about seven thousand there. So so after 20 years of, of this war in Afghanistan and now just over a period of a week and a weekend specifically of pulling out. Of Afghanistan, the Taliban has uh, has taken over Kabul. They've taken the palace. Uh, the president has left. The president of Afghanistan, of course, and it's it's a pure show. It's bad. Yeah. Not um, only he left, Chad. He left with vehicles and cash 
stuffed yeah. in the vehicle. Yeah. So that guy was like, deuces. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. out. <laughs> Can you yeah. blame him, though? I mean, the yeah. last time that they came in, they killed the guy. Yeah, he was uh, gone. I'd have, I'd, have, I'd have wanted to get out of there with some vehicles and cash, too, if it was me. Yeah. So while Cooper in his manicure, the, the White House intern, Jim Saki's intern, was, you know, while he's in the White House showing off his Vogue, uh, we see these armed soldiers there of the Taliban in the presidential palace. And so uh, it, this, that's the difference. That's the difference between uh, a centralized government like America, where we understand a certain rule of order and government versus a tribalistic uh, government and, and thing that's gone on for ages in Afghanistan. We don't understand it. We don't understand the way they do things. We don't understand the way that they think. They don't think like us. And we're arrogant Americans that, that think we do. Um, I've had a lot of people, and I'm going I'm to get deeper into this, but a lot of people have come at me and said, well, it's not just Joe Biden's fault. I have not said it's just Joe Biden's fault. No, not at all. Uh, but, but he has to hold some responsibility, and I'll tell you exactly why he does. Because uh, I'm going to remind you of something we said on the show about four weeks ago. Um, and uh, it, people have come at me and said, well, we, after 20 years of training the Afghans, they should be able to stand on their own. Well, there's more to it than just that. All right. More to it than just that. Uh, before we get into it, hey, folks, uh, I want to remind you guys that it's uh, there's a lot of things going on in the world. One thing that we're dealing with, uh, sometimes maybe on a lower level of, of importance, but we're still vain. We're still vain. And when you're losing your hair and you're a guy, sometimes it can be a little bit embarrassing. And you want to, you know, you want to look strong. You want to look young and virile. Right. And the hair loss can cause that to go away. You don't want to go to the doctor and talk about it. And once you go to the doctor and he prescribes you the medication to deal with your hair loss, you go to the pharmacy and your jaw drops because it's so expensive. Well, our friends at Keeps.com, uh, they're going to help you. Uh, they're going to give you the same doctor-recommended product, but it's going to be the generic version. So it's about half the cost. And the great thing is you don't have to leave the comfort of your own home. You can uh, just go online to Keeps.com. You can snap a couple of pictures of your hair. You'll send in uh, some information, it will go to a licensed doctor and they will recommend the right treatment for your hair loss, hair loss program. And then, of course, they will send it to your home and you can get started today with a special discount. If you go to keeps.com slash loss, they will give you 50% off your first order of hair loss treatments. That's keeps.com slash loss. It's so simple. It's so easy. Even a guy like me can do it, Jennings. And I do. Keeps.com slash loss. We'll be right back. Anybody, anybody recall uh, back a few years ago, and it's been made into a meme a number of times now, but Barack Obama's famous statement, uh, never underestimate Joe's ability to F something up. Uh, this is a total cluster. And this situation in Afghanistan, uh, albeit uh, not any one person's fault. Let me, let me tell you what we talked about a couple of weeks ago that I had issue with. And, of course, it was intel coming directly from um, our good friend Chad Robichaud who I've spoken with just about every day uh, over the past week while this stuff has been going on. He's been keeping me abreast of a number of situations that are happening. There are things going on that I wish I could tell you about uh, that are happening. Uh, but, but, you know, a lot of these folks who serve, these men and women, you know, they had their interpreters. They had people there who were Afghan, uh, Afghan patriots, honestly, who 
had the highest security clearance that a non-American could have. And we abandoned them. We left them. Uh, this, this is America's foreign policy, unfortunately. We leave our allies behind. We leave our friends behind. We've seen it in Korea. We saw it in uh, Vietnam. We, we saw it in Iraq. We've seen it now in Afghanistan. We've seen it over and over and over again. And when you had 80,000 of these uh, Afghan patriots uh, who gave their lives, it gave, gave their, you know, they made themselves a mark made themselves a target by helping American forces uh, throughout this mission. We only issued, what, 30,000, 31,000 visas to these folks, leaving 50,000 behind. Uh, I got a message just yesterday from, uh, it, was, it was, again, someone who is targeting some of the family members of these interpreters. Uh, they said, you know, message from the Taliban said, here's a picture of your house. We're going to come and we're going to rape your family. We're going to murder your children. Uh, and we left them. And I want you to go back. I want you to remember what Joe Biden said. Here's a little flashback right here regarding Afghanistan. Play it. We'll not conduct a hasty rush to the exit. We'll do it. We'll do it responsibly, deliberately and safely. Is a Taliban takeover of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. Do you see any parallels between this withdrawal and what happened in Vietnam with some people feeling... None whatsoever. Zero. There's going to be no circumstance where you see people being lifted off the roof of an embassy in the, of the United States from Afghanistan. It is not at all comfortable. Likelihood there's going to be the Taliban overrunning everything and owning the whole country is highly unlikely. Don't you bear some responsibility for the outcome? The Taliban ends up back in control and women end up losing the rights. No, I don't. Do I bear responsibility? Zero responsibility. Zero responsibility. No, I don't. How dare you challenge the Supreme Leader Joe Biden? How dare you say anything about him bearing responsibility? You're the leader of the free world, jackass. You're the one making the decision. Joe Biden... Oh, President Sippy Cup. President Sippy Cup. I'm going to remind everybody. Let me jump over here to this. Joe Biden reportedly overruled top United States military commanders when he authorized the full withdrawal of American forces from Afghanistan. The Wall Street Journal reiterated Sunday that in ordering the full withdrawal of U.S. military forces from Afghanistan, Biden was ignoring the advice of top military commanders who suggested remaining, retaining a nominal force in Afghanistan to help maintain security. They said in contrast to the numerous Trump policies he reversed, he opted to carry out Mr. Trump's deal with the Taliban instead of trying to renegotiate it. In so doing, he overruled his top military commander, General Frank McKenzie, the commander of U.S. forces in the Middle East, General Austin Scott Miller, who led NATO forces in Afghanistan, General Mark Milley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, citing the risk of removing American forces to Afghan security and the U.S. Embassy that recommended that the U.S. keep 2,500 troops in Afghanistan while stepping up diplomacy to try to cement a peace agreement. According to the Wall Street Journal, Biden's decision was motivated by ending U.S. military involvement in Afghanistan uh, ahead of the 20th anniversary of the September 11th terrorist attacks. This is when, Chris, this is when you're trying to do something political to look good, and it, it literally ends your presidency. Yeah, and it backfires. And the one thing about that story is that he once again said, Camilla will handle this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Kamala. 
claimed in April that she was the last person in the meeting room when Biden made the decision to order the full U.S. military withdrawal from Afghanistan. Uh, Harris says she had the key role in Biden's Afghanistan withdrawal decision. (laughs) This is when she's trying to look big time. Uh, I've seen him over and over again, she said, make decisions based exactly on what he believes is right. Well, again, I'm glad that we're feeling our way out of our uh, foreign policy here. Uh, What he believes is right. And now not, you're not going to have 2,500 retained there. Now you're going to have 8,000. You're going to have seven, 8,000 with this new addition of, of 1,000 paratroopers being sent back in. And this is what I was thinking. Is this the Benghazi of the Biden administration? Are we heading for another Benghazi? Yeah. Like, did we forget Benghazi? I didn't forget Benghazi. Chad, I know you didn't forget Benghazi. Um, I know Hillary Clinton forgot Benghazi. <laughs> At this point, what difference does it make? Exactly. Right? Well, I'll show you what difference it makes. Play the, uh, play the uh, footage there of the Kabul airport. Here they are. All these Afghans. This, uh, is that a C-130? That's a C-130 airplane uh, you know, carrier. They're running. They're latching onto the thing, hanging onto the wheels, hanging onto whatever they can hang onto. Uh, and then there's footage of them as the plane takes off, falling off the plane. Uh, this this is insanity here. If you, I mean, this is crazy. Plane takes off. I mean, their their bodies falling from the airplane. People might not understand why they're not. Why like why would you do that? So sources say that they were being they were tying themselves to the wheels. And of course, you know, when the wheels go inside the aircraft, you're going to fall. But we just got reports that the Taliban is going door by door trying to find the people that were helping the Americans. Yeah. This, this is the real situation, folks. So the folks who want to come at me on social media or whatever say, well, it's not just Biden's fault. Um, this, this mass exodus right here, this withdrawal and, and the lack of visas, it has absolutely... Uh, destroyed the, the future. I mean, they, these people, they're going to be murdered. They're going to be raped. They're going to be tortured. Their children are going to be shot. I've talked with, soldier, I've talked with so many people who uh, have had boots on the ground. There are people going back in. Uh, there are certain operators that are, that are planning exfiltration uh, operations to go in. They're working with various entities. I can't say who. Uh, various entities to go in and rescue families that worked with them uh, during their deployments. Uh, this is a bad situation. I know some folks that are that are special forces that are there. These are these are tough men and women. These 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 men are laying awake at night, uh, worrying about what's happening to their interpreters and to those who who worked with them side by side. Uh, this is a this is a horrible situation, and. Um, I want to show you how quickly this thing deteriorates. Uh, you, you want to talk about the future of Afghanistan when it comes to women? Play that CNN clip, please. They're just chanting death to America, but they seem friendly at the same time. It's utterly bizarre. So, okay, if the day before, and you don't have that, I know. The, uh, do, you have that, do you have that clip that I sent you there, the full screen shot? Can you pop that up there real quick, Chris, if you have it? Uh, I don't know if you have that one or not, but that, of course, that is uh, Clarissa Ward with CNN. If you look at the top, there's August 15th. There she is reporting. Uh, And then on August 16th, just one day later, she says uh, they're chanting death to America, but it seems mostly friendly. (laughs) 
they, they seem yeah the people seem mostly friendly uh but she's she's covered up now she's in her hijab uh she's she's there she is you know a westerner on the 15th and on 16th suddenly apparently she's embraced muslim uh islam you know apparently she's reading the words of the prophet uh this this is that's it took one day one day uh and she had to get covered up people this, <laughs> we don't understand we we have no concept of how these people operate we have no concept of how the rest of the world operates we really don't uh and this is one of those situations as i said the tribalism that's there it goes back 10,000 years it goes thousands of years um and you know these these factions they talk about well we want they want democracy well who wants democracy well you have that many tribes yeah they want democracy for one tribe uh, the other but not for the other tribe they, it's all about it's not about equality it's about who's in control and and that's what's happening so again while we're pussyfooting around and and yesterday they said that the taliban was having a press conference inside of the capital in kabul nobody was there asking what their preferred pronouns were uh, what their preferred sexual orientations were, what their gender preferences were. Nobody was asking them how they take their lattes. Uh, nobody, nobody was circling back, uh, you know, the, these, or what they were masked or if they were vaccinated or what their awareness of or their approach to the pandemic was going to be for the people of Afghanistan. Uh, they weren't worried about lockdowns, quarantine shutdowns. They weren't worried about closing businesses or six-foot distancing. Uh, do we have that image? I don't even know if we have that image of them standing around the desk there. You know, they've all got their AK-47s. If we don't have it, it's okay. I mean, these these guys, it's it's kind of, you see this. I mean, these guys are all shouldering and, and, and have, uh, you know, holding an AK-47 across their the crook of their arm there. And, you know, toss a Westerner in that room and see what happens real quick. Uh, all you that, that want to talk about, oh, see, see, we've we've lived easy lives. We've lived easy lives, folks, because in, in times of peace, we come up with all kind of bullshit to to be offended by. Right. We come up with things like Antifa and we come up with Black Lives Matter and we come up with, you know, defund the police. We come up with this dumb stuff like Occupy Wall Street, all this crazy concepts like Green New Deals and farting cows. We want to come up with um we want to kind of come up with these ideas like, uh, um, <laughs> what the hell, Chris? Have we gotten a quote from Ilan Omar? How does she feel about the fall of Kabul? I mean, I mean, is she shouting with glee in this moment? Is she is she celebrating uh, along with her Muslim brothers and sisters? Uh, are they are they excited about this? This this is not oh the liberation we've given this country back to the people it belongs to. No, this is about murder and rape and death. I can't say this enough. This this should be the downfall. This should be this should lead to the resignation of this administration. Joe Biden is a hack. He's a puppet on a string. He doesn't know what he's doing. He has no sense of foreign policy. Kamala Harris is a cackling idiot. Nobody in, in the Taliban uh, press conference was wanting to know what flavor ice cream they preferred. Uh, they, didn't, they didn't care if the dog bit one of the staffers. They didn't care about any of that crap. They don't care. Uh, it wasn't a fight back with Fox News. It wasn't an outbreak. Look, come on, man. It wasn't no lion dog faced pony soldiers. It was none of that. This is what this is what real life looks like in the rest of the world, folks. And we're sitting here pussyfooting around with foreign policy, sending sending our our little gay interns to, you know, TikTok influencers to jump out at the White House and talk about, I'm gonna go get you a latte while you pose in front of Kamala Harris and Joe Biden's presidential pictures and, and you got your little cup of coffee with the White House emblem on it. This is stupid. This is stupid, and this is where we've become because we've become weak. 
We've become absolutely weak as a culture, weak as a country. We're the laughing stock of America. Everybody said that we were being made fun of when Donald Trump was in the office. Listen, Donald Trump shut things down. He dealt with it. You didn't like all of his mean tweets, and you didn't like the way he said everything, but he knew how to shut things down, and he got stuff done. And everybody's like, well, we were, we were being ridiculed. I don't care if we're being ridiculed, because today we're being laughed at. It's a joke. Joe Biden says in that flashback video, he says, well, we're not going to see helicopters taking people off of roofs. That's exactly what we saw yesterday, Joe. It's exactly what we saw. And, we're, and you say you have no accountability. You have no responsibility. You take zero responsibility. Listen, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's insanity. Show that shot of him sitting there, sitting there uh, debriefing with all of the uh, with all of the. Uh, the Twitter post, show that thing right there. That Pop that up. There he is. There's Joe. That's a real look of force, right? Empty room. Joe's sitting there all alone and staring at a screen. It's a miracle he's not wearing a freaking mask because he's scared of COVID from a video. But in the middle of that thing, he's talking to his national security team. And if you look closely, guess what? It's actually revealing, it's revealing the faces of the key officials and the locations of where they are. Uh, so much for national security, Joe idiot and we're just posting this stuff up there just leave people stranded masses of people attempting to get out of the country and uh taliban takes over and let's just let's just show the faces and locations of our national security team good job joe good job oh patriotmobile.com folks i uh been visiting with them uh i love their service fantastic i wandered chris i wandered into an at&t store yesterday and, uh, you know, you deal with these guys, you, you, you go into these big stores and they just, you know, they want to take your little thing down on the iPad, what you're here for, what you need to do. It's like, what do you think I'm here for? I'm here, I either need to pay a bill or buy a phone. I mean, you know, just give me somebody. Give me somebody. I'm here for a latte. I'm here for a lot of things. I want to have a Coke. I want to have a coffee. I want to play with your AT&T experience, whatever that means. I love being able to call the folks over at Patriot Mobile. I know them by name. Uh, I know the guys over there, and I know the gals over there. I call them on the phone. You can call them at 972-PATRIOT. You get lined up. they got the same service as AT&T and Verizon. Here's the beautiful thing. They're a Christian-owned company with conservative values, and they don't share any of the money you pay your bill with with these leftist causes that are out there like the big companies do. So if, if you want to fight abortion, stop paying these guys like Verizon. Call Patriot Mobile. You're going to have the same coverage. They're going to use the same towers as the rest of the carriers. The difference is they share your values. Uh, if you will call them up, 972-PATRIOT, you will get their U.S.-based customer service team, or you can go to patriotmobile.com slash chad. They'll give you free activation if you use offer code CHAD. I spell it Chad. Veterans, first responders, they're going to get an even bigger deal. So go check them out, patriotmobile.com slash chad. We'll be right back. How do you destroy a country in eight months? How do you destroy a country? 20 years, 20 years in Afghanistan. Joe Biden's been the president for what? Seven months, eight months, I don't even know. How do you destroy a country? Just turn it over. Just bam, there it goes. What did I say? Barack Obama, never underestimate Joe's ability to have something up. But it's okay, the Taliban, they're just, they're just getting their workout on. They're just getting their, getting their coffees, getting their lattes. Show them they're in the gym there, Mark. There they are. There they go. They're just working out. 
doing a few lap pulls there in the gym. They're on the stair climber. Oh, they're always doing it backwards, the elliptical. Look at that. Just hanging out. This is there at the embassy, right? Is that the palace? Presidential palace. Look at this guy. He's doing the curls, curves and putting it over. They're coming for us, folks. Not only did we give them a billion dollars, a uh, billion dollars worth of, of gear and firearms and ammunition and equipment, but they're getting in shape. They're doing more than we're doing right now. Our fat lard asses are thinking about Chick-fil-A being closed on Sunday. By the way, can we not hire some atheists to run Chick-fil-A's on Sunday? Can we not do that, Chris? Let's start a movement. I never want Chick-fil-A except on Sunday. It's weird. It's weird. But they're getting in shape. They're working out. They're doing some curls, doing some squats. They're being like, oh, no, screw your freedom. Screw your freedom. Well, I screw the maid. I want you to use protection, but I do not use the protection with the maid. Uh, there they are. They're reciting the Koran. They're, they're not only getting... They're not only getting physically in shape, they're getting spiritually in shape. Play this clip. All right, that's enough of that. Oh, my God. I can't even with this crap. When you woke up, when you'd wake up, did you ever hear the call to worship, call to prayer, you know? If you've ever been in a Muslim country, I have been. Chris has been, I know. Uh, it's very eerie. You don't have to go that far. If you don't you, have to go that far. If you go to Irving, Texas, you could hear the prayer hear call the every single morning. But that's when you're in America. Yes. It's weird when you're in, when you're oh, in yes. an Islamic country. It is very and weird. And you're like, I feel very isolated right now. Well, not just that. I feel awkward. Like, what do I do with my hands? It's like, <laughs> what? They're, all, they're over there praying, going up and down. And I'm like, yeah. I just stand here and well, it's, do it's, it's, what? It's, and, and it's like... You know, I, you go to the streets of Dallas, uh, downtown Fort Worth, they'll roll the mats out right there. You do. You're right. You're like, I, okay, well, I, what do I do with myself? I mean, I'm that way. You know, sometimes I go to church and I'm like, uh, you know, uh, Mark starts speaking in tongues. And I, I'm like, I don't know what to do right now. Um, oh, my gosh. But here they come, man. Pray, play. Uh, they emptied the prisons. Take a look at this. Turn the prisons loose. No, we won't see enough terrorism. Not one bit. Not one bit, Chris. Now, don't forget, folks, our southern border is wide open. It's wide open. We just left them uh, uh, airplanes and helicopters and guns. And missile launchers, and uh, what, what are they going to do now? Uh, they run it over to Iraq and get it souped up a little bit. They could use it against us. They can use it against Israel. Uh, th this is this is um, this is a nightmare. This is a nightmare of proportions. We have no clue the ramifications that are going to happen here. Uh, but you know, again, Cooper's in the White House just with his manicure and Jim Saki. Meanwhile. Where the hell is Jim Saki? I think this is the end for Jim Saki. Jim Saki went on vacation, apparently. Uh, right, at, of course, she's the White House press secretary. Took a break. Didn't want to answer any questions. And uh, she, uh, Fox News sent questions of Saki's White House email address. Guess what they got? Auto reply. Auto reply. 
uh, from the White House press secretary while Afghanistan is falling. Uh, says, I'll be out of office from August 15th to August 22nd. Well, she's not making a TikTok video with uh, Cooper. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's nobody. And it, again, Joe's in Delaware, apparently coming back to have the, the news conference today or to give a statement. Uh, where's Joe Biden? Jim Banks from Indiana said, rep from uh, Indiana. Yeah, where is Joe Biden? Oh, my God. Uh, this morning, the president and vice president met with their national security team and senior officials to hear updates on the drawdown of the civilian personnel in Afghanistan, evacuations of SIV applicants and other Afghan allies, and the ongoing security situation in Kabul, the White House posted on Twitter. Thank God for Twitter. Thank God Joe Biden was there, uh, sitting there all by himself, revealing the locations, the faces, the identities of his national security team. Good job, Joe. Good job, Joe. I said it. Mark, I said it on social media this week, and I caught a lot of crap. I said, if you voted for Joe Biden, you're a moron. You are a moron because you didn't vote for Joe Biden. That's why you're a moron. You voted against Donald Trump. And I don't know if you guys are starting to see, and that's no reason to vote for anybody. I don't know if you guys are starting to see, you're starting to see the voter remorse. It's popping out everywhere now. These people are posting it on Instagram. They're, They're getting emboldened. Uh, they're, they're saying, you know, I'm, I'm ashamed. I've seen it over and over again over the weekend, people putting it on Twitter. I'm ashamed that I voted for Joe Biden. I see now I should have voted for Donald Trump. I see now. You yeah, see, 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 again, political correctness, folks, political correctness will never solve a complex problem. You can't be politically correct and truly solve complex problems. You can't do it. Can't make everybody feel good. Can't make everybody feel nice. You can't just use all the pleasantries and the hospitalities. You can't do all that stuff. When people are falling off of airplanes because they know they're coming for them door to door. We're worried about them coming door to door to give us the jab. We're, they're worried about them coming and raping their children, taking their 15 to 25-year-old uh, females and, and sending them to re-education camps so that they could be the wives of Taliban terrorists. That's what they're going to do with them, folks. But, but let's make sure that we mask up. Let's make sure that we don't, oh, my God, uh, 620,000 people have died from the COVID. Oh, we're over here worried about something that you've got a 99 to a 100% chance survival rate. I mean, my God. These people are worried about being mutilated, disemboweled, chopped up, crucified, drugged, dropped, tossed. And we left them. We left them. Well, they should be able to take care of themselves. That right there proves you're a moron. That right there proves you're a moron. So what have we been doing over there for 20 years? Well, besides money laundering, besides money laundering, because I'm not defending any of it. I, I don't think we should have been there the way we were, at least, it, it, the whole time. I don't think we should have been. And again, I want to go back. No disrespect to those of you who served. I'm talking about from a political level, from a leadership level, from a, from a country level, as a, as a state, we should not have been there. But it, we had to feed the war machine, didn't we? We had to feed the freaking war machine. This stuff didn't happen when Donald Trump was in, in office. We didn't do that. We dropped one Moab bomb, and that pretty much shut everybody the F up for four years, didn't it? Well, guess what? It's coming. It's coming. It's coming to a border near you. 
We've already had 139 nationalities crossing the southern border that have been apprehended. Well, here they go. They unloaded the prisons there in Afghanistan. Load them up. Bring them on. Shoot them out. Here we go. Hope you're prepared, folks. I hope you're prepared. Uh, you better be prepared. And not only is the dollar going to crash, it's already crashed. What happens when you got the food shortages? Look, the way things are going, it really looks like that's about to happen, folks. That's why I want to tell you and remind you about My Patriot Supply. Uh, over 40,000 to 50,000 four- and five-star reviews, My Patriot Supply. They're offering everybody watching the show, listening to the show, 25% discount. You better get it. Listen, back when the coronavirus hit, uh, uh, Chris, last year and the shutdowns happened, I had an order in to My Patriot Supply because I always I keep it stocked up. Guess what? There was a huge delay. There was a huge delay. Wasn't there because, like a two months? Because months, suddenly everybody was a mass yeah. rush. Why wait until the yeah. poop hits the fan? Do it today. Seriously. Exactly. Mass rush on it. Don't do that. Don't overwhelm them. I'll get you 25% discount today, right now, on a four-week supply of emergency food. You'll be glad you have it when the poop hits the fan. Four-week emergency food kit comes with breakfast, lunch, dinner. Going to give you uh, – you need a kit for everybody in your family. It give you 2,000 calories a day. Okay, go to preparewithchad.com. 25% off per kit. Your food's going to show up discreetly. Just go to preparewithchad.com. Folks, who knows what else could happen to us? But I'm telling you, enough is enough. Go there today. Be right back. Hmm. And my blood pressure gets up, man. I've been pissed at this situation. I have just been pissed, dude. And I don't even pretend to be some kind of expert on any of this stuff. I just, I just, I know the messages that are coming to me. And um, you know what will bring my blood pressure down, Chris? A TikTok video. Can we, can we have a, you know, Chad feels guilty TikTok video? Let's play it. Fellow transgenders, I just <laughs> came up with a new word. Feel free to use it. The word is misender. Misendering is when somebody uses a gendered term that isn't technically correct for you, doesn't technically fit, but you're not rushing to correct it, you know? A stranger calls me, sir, I got misendered. I'm not a guy, but I don't mind being <laughs> called sir. A Disney cast member called me princess. I'm not a girl, but you know, I'm pretty as a princess. I got Miss Dirt. A cis person calls me agender. It's not correct. I have a bunch of them, but you're on the right track. It's in the umbrella. I'll give you that point. I got Miss Dirt. Hope it helps. They're just, they're, they're just, they're messing with me now, Chris. They're just messing with me. I like, okay, well, I don't know what that was. I'm, I'm assuming that's a chick, right? I don't know. That's, it's a biological female, but a solid mustache. Like a solid little, like like a little prepubescent mustache. That's in. a great mustache. Not a great, but I mean a solid starter. That's what I'm saying. Like for someone that can't grow, that is not supposed to grow a mustache yeah. like that. That's solid. You can I see mean, a little the bit fuzz, you know, on the cheek side. But this is what we have to offer the Taliban. Like, <laughs> is is. Is this what we got? That maybe this is our last line of defense right here. The we just keep eh. producing these these ugly lib, liberal progressives, and and like no one, none of those guys sitting around the palace desk of the of the Taliban there in Kabul, nobody's gonna sit there and misender you, uh, whatever your misender. No, they're just gonna be like, got a vagina, we're using that. 
like that's going to come in handy later on. We're going to send you to a re-education camp, and I promise you, when you get to the re-education camp, they're not going to use about. They don't care about if you're misagendered or trans. Eh. Well, I don't even know what it was anymore. I honestly think you know we we're having a conversation with the producers this morning. I feel like they just go wake up in the morning and just hit a bunch of letters on their keypad and that's the gender for the day <laughs> and just had gender on the end of it yeah just right gender yeah that's where we're at right now and it's so sad because these are the future of our nation yeah and now seeing the afghanis also lose their nation we're losing our nation but in a different cultural way like what does the future look like chad i'm looking at you right now what does the future look like well, it'd be great if maybe we could have some of those folks fall off of planes. Uh, just try. <laughs> I don't like like maybe you can maybe you can identify as a bird and fly. Uh, it, you know, if you're whatever. I mean, if you were in Kabul, don't forget they they would be tossing you off a building because they'd say you are gay, and you would say no, I'm Miss Anders, and they'd be like, no, you're gay, man, you're Miss Anders. Now you know you can you can put whatever name you want on it. But but most of the world is going to look at you and say, no, nope, yeah, I tell you what, you're not. You're not like us. So off the building you go. That's where we're at. So just be glad you live in America where we tolerate this nonsense. Uh, and if the worst thing that ever happens to you in your entire life is someone misgenders you, then by God, you have lived a pretty darn good life. If the only thing that happens to you is somebody calls you sir when you're a ma'am, well, maybe take your mask off and let us see the mustache full-fledged so we can figure out what it is you are. Because at the end of the day, at some point in time in the future, as you grow older, you're going to realize that people just don't really care that much about you. We don't care about your pronouns. We don't care about your gender. We just don't care. You know why? Because I got bills to pay. I got to go find some health insurance. I, I got to take care of the kids. I got tuition. Uh, I, I've got to, you know, keep the lights on at my house. I got to make sure my family gets fed. You know, I got to check the mail. I got to do all these things. I got to scratch my ass when it itches. And all of those things, my dear friend, are more important than what your freaking pronouns are. We don't care. We just simply don't care. So get up and run your little fingers across your QWERTY keyboard and see what QWERTY gender you are today. because. It doesn't matter to anyone except you. Now, somebody said that that makes me transphobic, homophobic, uh, whatever, whatever, blah, 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 phobic. Uh, okay, I'm not afraid of any of you. You disturb me. Don't get me wrong. But never at any time have I lain in my bed deep in the middle of the night with my sawed-off 12-gauge pump shotgun next to my head and my, my uh, <laughs> Smith & Wesson shield. Uh, sitting there on the nightstand, have I ever thought, you know what, I'm scared that a Miss N gender is going to break into my home and steal my things and possibly take my life. At no time has that been a true phobia of mine. Um, there's some other bad mofos out there, like them dudes sitting around a desk in the palace in Kabul. They scared the shit out of me, quite honestly. Uh, and they're coming across. They're coming across. Uh, but that's okay. Open border policy. Let's just take care of all the brown people, right? Oh, my God. Now I'm a racist. Now I'm that. No, I'm sitting here telling you, my heart breaks for the brown people. 
of Afghanistan, the folks that we abandoned, the folks that we left behind, these allies, these patriots, these folks with a security clearance that we didn't issue visas to to get them the hell out of the country. And now, you know what? We have retired JSOC. We have retired Special Forces men going back in on their own dime with the help of other countries' resources to help exfiltrate and get some of these allies out of Afghanistan. That's what I care about. That's where my prayers are today. My prayers are not with you and your gender specifics. My prayers are not with you and making sure that, uh, you know, Jen Psaki enjoys her vacation. I really don't give a rat's ass when we're losing our world because the thing that has held it together for so long, the thing which has kept Western civilization, the glue that's kept it intact, the United States of America is being kicked into shambles out of cultural politics, and we have taken ideologies and idolized them to the point of politicizing them and making them the most important things in our lives. Folks, I don't care who it offends. I've told you over and over again, if it rubs the cat the wrong way, then we're going to make the cat turn around. That's the bottom line. We don't care anymore. Afghans are being killed. Uh, People are sleeping in the streets. Southern border is open. Man, I was in Dallas this weekend. Chris. Whole downtown smells like piss, man. The, the homeless situation down there, people are like, well, they're not mentally ill. Every one of them dudes was talking to themselves. I sit down and listen to what they had to say. It's crazy, our world right now. And we, we've normalized insanity. We've normalized it. And what do we do? We parade it around on TikTok and try to make these people our cultural icons and the voices of reason. We've been misgendered, whatever that is. Remember, folks, I have a wiener, and if you have a wiener, that means you're a man. If you don't have a wiener, it means you're a woman or you're injured. The way it goes, folks. I got more to say when we wrap this thing up right after the break. We'll be right back. So uh, the president, the ousted president, Ashraf Ghani of Afghanistan, he wrote on Facebook. Yeah, he had, he's got Facebook. Uh, he said, um, if there were still countless countrymen murdered and they would face the destruction and destruction of Kabul city, uh, the result would have been a big human disaster in this six million city. The Taliban have made it to remove me. They are here to attack all Kabul and the people of Kabul in order to avoid bleeding flood. I thought it was best to get out. <laughs> And that he did. He loaded up his rolls filled with cash and hit the door. Gone. Um, And, of course, that's that. We'll see what happens in the days ahead, folks. This is stuff that's unfolding. Uh, And we're going to stay abreast of it. Tomorrow, our special guest is going to be Dr. Mark Sherwood. I've told you about him. And uh, he is a great, great doctor based out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Going to help you get healthy, folks, because everybody's concerned about their health these days. And... uh, he, he's got a plan that will almost guarantee you. you don't have to worry about COVID. You don't have to worry about it. We're going to talk about it with him tomorrow. Uh, meanwhile, uh, I am a watchchad.com gendered person. That's where I am. That's where all the fun stuff is, uh, watchchad.com. And I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you to go to where podcasts are offered. Move us on up the charts. I think we got up to 102. Let's break into the top 100. Uh, do that by going to Apple Podcasts and find where you leave a rating and review. Leave us five stars. And then uh, wax eloquent and uh, tell us how much you love us. Uh, We're working hard for you, 
and contract renewals are coming up. Uh, I love my Blaze TV family. They, they take care of me, and they look out for us, and we're having fun here doing this show. We're going to be with you tomorrow, Tuesday, like a Monday hangover, and can't wait to do it. Watch Chad.com, blazetv.com slash Chad, and we'll talk to you tomorrow night. We love you. God bless you. Talk to you then. Bye. Thank you.